نعم الجليس مدى حياتك مصحف يجلو هموم النفس والوجدان فيه الهداية والسعادة والرضا وهو الدليل لجنة الرحمن عن عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم خيركم من تعلم القرآن وعلمه رواه البخاري Uthman bin Affan, may Allah be pleased with him, reported, The Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, The best amongst you is the one who learns the Qur'an and teaches it. This hadith can be found in Sahih Bukhari. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You're welcome to Quran Saiku Mustafa, and still very much on our series, Journey with the Hufaz, where we take you through stories of people that have completed the memorization of the entire Qur'an bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. And with our guests today, we hope to warm your hearts with another scintillating episode. And before warming your hearts, let me say a warm welcome to our guests today, Ustadha Hafidha Salma Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Naam, we'd like to have you introduce yourself to all our listeners and tell us how you feel being on Quran Taiku today. Now I feel honored being on this program and I am so grateful for including me to this. My name is Salma Yusuf. I attended Markaz Abdul Latif Abdul Hakim Khalwat Tanzil. I am currently a student in the University of Lagos 300 level studying history education. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. What was your first encounter with Quran Cycle like? Yeah, my first encounter was when I first listened to that of Aisha Salih when she did hers. So I listened to the program and I was really happy that such program has been organized for this course for the Hufaz and this would also make other people who might need motivation to memorize the Quran as in when they listen to this kind of program they will be motivated to memorize the Quran so they can also be unhappy now Alhamdulillah so moving on before you take us on a full ride into your journey if you were to summarize your Quran journey with a word what would it be interesting nice the fact that your one word summary for your entire Quran journey is interesting is quite interesting in itself. So now, we'd like to have you take us on a full ride into your journey. Tell us how you began, those challenges you faced, and just give us insights into your journey. I began memorizing the Quran at Marqat Abdelatif at the age of 10, when I finished my primary school education. So I was told by my dad that I'll be memorizing the Quran for three years. Before I would go to continue with my secondary school education. So when I first started, I was not eager to memorize. I was reluctant and I was not happy because I expected that I'm supposed to go to my secondary to further my education after my primary school. But by Allah's will, I was opportunity and handled to memorize in Marcus and the Latif. 
at first i was not really serious with it actually so when i realized that my mates that we started together they only got to memorize more than me so i had to just make sure that i buckle up and fasten my pace to memorize the quran because i was really eager to finish memorizing the quran and then starting with my secondary school education because i felt that my mates that we finished primary school they would have gotten to higher class than me and then i would just be starting from the beginning so i just have to make sure that i memorize the quran fast and i make sure my moral jangle was very very stable because memorizing the quran and not having muraja is like not memorizing it at all so i just have to make sure my muraja is very good and then there is this quran musabaqa that we do in holwaden so that is also always helping us to make sure our muraja is safe and stable alhamdulillah mm mashallah your story reiterates the fact that parents need to furnish their children with the right islamic orientation and to help them see the beauty and the need to memorize the quran for young memorizers like you like you memorize at a very young age tell us how you feel currently about that decision they took for you now i'm very grateful and happy towards my parents for making this decision for me and i'm very grateful for their motivation towards me making sure i'm able to memorize the quran and able to walk by it because i realized there are so many people who are looking for this opportunity but they were not opportunities to be able to get it and i'm also very happy that after the fact that i'm able to memorize the quran and able to read myself and walk by it i will also be opportunity to be able to teach others because the prophet said the best among us is one who memorizes the quran and teaches others now Masha'Allah, walhamdulillah. So I was going to take you back to this point. I'm very much interested in having you share those challenges you faced whilst you were memorizing. And tell us how you overcame those challenges. Now, my first challenge is when I had to miss a lot of classes because of my health and I had to spend most of my time going to the hospital than attending classes so as a result of this it's really made me get pulled back in my memorization and it's made me miss a lot of important things then so i had to just make sure i focus on getting my health back and then focusing more on my quran and alhamdulillah i was able to do that after almost a year of missing a lot of classes and then the second challenge i have is my muraja then because i was focusing more on memorizing faster and meeting my mates that they already passed me i was not really watching out for my muraja so whenever it is almost time for musabaqa that's when i'm always remembering to do my muraja and it really 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 affected me then so i had to just plan how i would be able to memorize faster and then able to do my muraja as i should and alhamdulillah though i'm still struggling with my muraja now but alhamdulillah i will say i'm getting through with it alhamdulillah alhamdulillah you're able to pull through all of your challenges and be the light ala you're in hafizah today alhamdulillah but if we look back 
to the very beginning of your journey, subhanAllah, you said you were faced with uh, a challenge of health. That is a really big one. And for the fact that it did not stop you from completing your memorization of the entire Quran is really something, subhanAllah. And I sincerely hope that some of our listeners that probably might have been coming up with all sort of excuses not to start their journey towards the Quran would see this as a big motivation to drop all of those excuses. So back to you, Ustaz Salma, as an hafiz of the Quran, Alhamdulillah, tell us how you now relate with the Quran. You know, tell us some of the things the Quran cut off from you and some of those qualities it added to you as well. Alhamdulillah, having memorized the Quran, I've been able to learn certain lessons from it, and that is the importance of Salah, the importance of Nawafil, the importance of fasting. That is, aside from the Ramadan fast, the Monday, Thursday fast, and other Sunnah fasting, and also the importance of reading the Quran every day, and the rewards behind it, and so many other things. And it's made me conscious of certain acts that are being performed around me, maybe by my close friends or by my family, that I might take as something casual. But having been able to memorize the Quran and knowing the meaning, it really gave me the advantage of being able to know what is right and what is wrong, alhamdulillah. And I'm able to learn that while memorizing the Quran, you have to walk by it, you have to act by it. Bismillah. MashaAllah. So I want to take you back to this question. What were some of the things that you did that made your memorization of the Quran easier for you and your muraja as well? Just give us specifics on those, some of those things that you did. It was easy for me because I planned my daily memorization pattern according to how much I can memorize in a day. And it was also easy for me to memorize because I try to read the Quran translation. So whenever I want to memorize, I keep on remembering the translation, the meaning behind it. So it makes it easier for me to memorize and it also makes it easier for me to remember. And the reason why it is easier for me to remember is because as scholars tend to they taught Arabic language. So since I'm able to understand Arabic, it is easier for me to remember the verses that I want to memorize because I already read the translation. Hmm, interesting. It seems you did not complete your memorization of the entire Quran at Kholwa, right? Now, I did not finish at Kholwa this exact year I'm supposed to, but I continued with my memorization while I was in secondary school. That is after I left Kholwa and then I attended one of the holiday Moroja classes that were organized for us then. So it was one of those Moroja holidays that I finished memorizing the Quran. So I would say that I did not finish the exact thing I'm supposed to, but I finished from Kolwa. Hmm, mashallah. So at this point, what would you suggest to somebody who wants to start memorizing the Quran? Should the person start from Surah Al-Nas upward to Baqarah or the person should start from Baqarah down to Nas? Which one do you recommend and why? Now, I would suggest to whoever wants to start memorizing the Quran 
to um, start memorizing from Sura to Nas because starting from Sura to Nas is easier and faster than starting from Bakoro because Bakoro and then the Suras after it they are long Suras and this person might get tired of memorizing easily but when the person starts with Sura to Nas it will be easier because they are shorter Suras and I feel the sorrows there are interesting sorrows that to make the person want to even want to memorize more because they are not hard to memorize and they are more interesting to memorize. Though memorizing from sort of back or two might be easy for some people, but I prefer the person starting from sorrow to nurse. Well said, yeah, Ustada. Well said. I agree with you on this that memorizing from sorrow to nurse is actually easier, especially for beginners. Because there's this thing for small wins you know when you start small and you gradually grow into the memorization you'll be stronger kind of you not easily give up unlike somebody that starts from suratul bakara and gets overwhelmed because the verses in suratul bakara are actually longer and this can be overwhelming for a beginner so it's best a beginner starts from suratul nas and then takes it up and so we've come to that point where we tell our guests to Tell us their best surah, recite a portion of it to us as well, and share some lessons with us. So you start there, Salma, Tafadol. Now, my favorite surah is Sultan Ibrahim, and I will be reciting a portion from it, and also telling us the lessons behind it. A'udhu billahi minash rajim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim وَبَرَزُوا لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا فَقَالَتْ دُعَفَاءُ لِلَّذِينَ اسْتَكْبَرُوا إِنَّا كُنَّا لَكُمْ سَبَعًا فَهَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُغْنُونَ عَنَّا مِنْ عَذَابِ اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ قَالُوا لَوْ هَدَانَ اللَّهُ لَهَدَيْنَاكُمْ قبل this verse is telling us that we shouldn't blame anyone but ourselves for whatever misdeed we might do and that shaitan is not responsible for anything because shaitan himself is going to deny whatever accusation we might accuse him of on the day of resurrection and then he's going to even make a sermon on that day that no one should blame him for any of their misdeeds except that they should blame themselves and that you should also know that the message of Allah through the Prophet tells every one of us 
regardless of whatever the status you might be, whether rich or poor, whether powerful or weak, Allah is talking to all of us in general. So we shouldn't blame one another for whatever mistake one person does. MashaAllah. Such scintillating recitation from you, Sister Salma. And the lessons you shared as well, subhanAllah. Uh, something for us to really, really ponder about. And what we find most prevalent today is that when people commit a wrongdoing, they blame it on shaitan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is informing us in this verse of what shaitan would say on that day and how he will free himself from all wrongdoers, saying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised you a promise of truth and that he also promised but he betrayed and that the wrongdoers should not blame him for any of their wrongdoings that he had no authority on them, subhanAllah. And I pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saves us from the whispers of shaitan and from falling into his tricks. Ameen. And I also pray he saves us from destroying our own selves. Ameen. And I really want to say a big jazakumullah khair unto you, Ustada Salma, for sharing these beautiful and insightful lessons with us on this surah. Naam, alhamdulillah, we've come to the end of our program today and we want to take a final word from you to all the listeners. I would say to those who haven't memorized the Quran that they should try to walk towards memorizing the Quran and also learn from it. And for those who already memorized the Quran, they should also try to be a at all times and try to walk by it. Naam. So, Ustada Hafidha Salma, thank you for sharing your inspiring story on Quran Cycle. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you abundantly and reward you for dunya wal akhirah. Amen. And to all the listeners, it is one thing to know and seek advice, it is another thing to act by those pieces of advice. We pray Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes that easy for all of us. Amen. If you want to share a review or you have questions for us on Quran Cycle, please do send us a mail at currentcycle3 at gmail.com. Also, make sure to follow our Instagram page at currentcycle. Don't forget to share this with your friends and families. Jazakumullahu khairan as you do so. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. وهو الدليل لجنة الرحمن